0: attention to what's happening locally. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible Shut and up. avoid crowds. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy fartsy. Storm the place like we were El Chapo because I had two baby cats out there. The animals weren't all that was taken. Marshals impounded multiple semi-automatic handguns and rifles. You know what? I should have took that as a very strong warning. He is a predator. Welcome to Quarantineers, Tiger King Part Six in the Quarantineer style. Yes. Raw and unedited, ending with a classic butt rock jam after each episode.
1: All the butt rock jams.
0: Class. They actually call it arena rock, but I consider it, like, classic butt rock.
1: Did you see the cup on Joe's desk that said butt, b? I don't know what the rest of it said because you couldn't read it, but I think it was a jar. Was it something that said, did it say butt butter? I don't know. Is butt butter a thing?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess you could use butter on a butt.
1: I just don't know what it was for, but. Crisco. Maybe it was for cigarette butts. Oh, that's probably what it was. Not for like your butt, but, but, you know,
0: this is all about crooks and criminals. It looks like Joe's going down this Jeff Lowe guy. We also talked more to James Gerritsen.
1: This was my least favorite episode.
0: There's a lot of legal stuff in this one.
1: Yeah, I don't. eh. (laughs) They start out at something that we didn't mention before. They started out with Joe talking bad about Jeff. And about how he's been arrested twice. And one time was because his ex-wife got mad at him and he ended up strangling her. Yeah. So he was arrested for battery. And then the second thing that we forgot about. To Which talk was about,
0: shocking.
1: Oh, yeah. Shocking that he's a bad guy.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, no. But they talked about this in the last episode, too. He and his girlfriend, who's like the new lady, who right. apparently is who the old older lady or previous lady was angry about were in Vegas, and they were running this scam, well, whatever, where they were sneaking baby tigers in, like, roll-on carry cases up to hotel rooms and getting people to pay a fuck ton of money to go up there and play with baby tigers. Yeah,
0: so he got busted with that felony and had to relinquish his animals.
1: He said that wasn't why. He said it was because he had tigers at his property, mm. and he got in trouble for owning exotic animals. But they said... You're in trouble, but if you keep out of trouble for one year, you won't have to serve any time. If you get in trouble, then you'll have to serve like 179 days or something.
0: And he and his guy with that dude that looks like Mike from Breaking Bad, but somehow scarier. Mm. Who works on the...
1: Oh yeah, his handyman guy. Right. He has a teardrop tattoo.
0: Right, which Jill presumes some things from that teardrop tattoo.
1: Maybe he just likes Crybaby.
0: Yeah, this is his favorite movie. James Gerritsen, Uh He apparently owns some strip clubs. He's a businessman. And we see a lot of him in a store that seems to sell ceiling fans and toys. Toys has a lemur.
1: Yeah. It seems like one of those kind of stores that it's has broken things from somewhere else. It is a front it store. It is. There's not even a sign one. on this building. It right. is ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. And so he says that he gets approached by the cops, and he's going to get in trouble because of this lemur. Yeah. And it's all kind of back and forth about the timeline of when this happened. Well, one
0: of the employees claims he sold him a stolen Hummer, and Joe set makes that claim later as well.
1: Yeah, but the guy even was like, how am I going to steal a Hummer and not get caught and not go to jail?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't know either.
0: We got a den of thieves. I don't really care
1: about that part.
0: (laughs) We got a a den of thieves going on, and they're all pointing fingers and guns at each other here.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and so we know Joe wants Carol dead. Yeah. He's said it so many times to so many people in so many ways.
0: Often on camera, yeah.
1: But basically what goes down is he's talking to Jeff, and Jeff's got his handyman there, and... The other guy's there, too, the strip club owner. And basically, long story short, Joe wants her dead. He goes, do you think your handyman would kill her for me or could kill her? And Jeff's like, well, I mean, he could kill someone. Anybody could kill someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody. Whatever. <laughs> and they basically do the do this deal where Joe's going to give the handyman guy $5,000 up front. And then he kills Carol, and then he gets 5000 more. And this gentleman hates Joe, but also couldn't give a shit about Carol.
0: Or, and he probably yeah.
1: just wants the money. The only person he seems to be loyal to truly is Jeff. They both have an affinity for affliction shirts.
0: Yeah, describe what Every Jeff-
1: single, every Jeff- single shirt they wear has affliction on it.
0: Jeff is the swinger type. Uh, Joe is accused him of paying people. Who- to have sex with him, which it does seem obvious that is what he's doing.
1: He's gross. He's a little bit older. He's got, he always wears a cap, so who knows? He's probably balding, but I don't care about that. He but I mean, balding. He's probably hiding it because he always wears a cap like Joe. Joe's not balding, though. Anyway, they always wear caps. All these guys wear caps. He's got this, like, super white hair coming out of the back.
0: And he owns every affliction in that Hardy shirt. That
1: every, ever everyone. His jeans have, like, shit on them.
0: Stone washed, yeah. You can Ugh. picture this dude.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not good. And, of course, he's with these young girls all the time. And he likes to have sex with multiple girls he's, all the time. He's like
0: if somebody was dressed as a biker for Halloween.
1: But he pretends he has a lot of money, which is how he gets places. But we know that's not true. He
0: seems to get surges of money. Like, he, he has... Well... It's just a constant shell game.
1: Criminals do. Yeah. Uh... So he and Joe... Maybe
0: I should get into crime because I could use a search of money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Like I said, the timeline in this is super bizarre because before they really get into the actual deal of killing Carol, they also talk about how Joe has left the zoo and it's because he and Jeff had a falling out, but it's because of this, right? It's all through this whole situation that he and Joe have had this falling out. Jeff says part of it is because Joe is spending tons and tons of the zoo's money on his political campaign. Yeah, and he heard the feds were after Joe, so he's Which like, "I legal. want you the fuck out." Yeah, well, Joe's done a lot of illegal things.
0: There's footage of an outraged Jeff yelling at Joe.
1: Yeah, being like, "You got to get out of here. you fucked me over. You've put all this money. This is illegal. Why would you do this?" In that moment, Jeff is very seems to be very right. You know?
0: Yeah. In that
1: moment about that situation. But he also probably wanted a reason to be rid of Joe for a long time.
0: Joe hauls up a bunch of cats and he takes off.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He's selling them. He has his employees sell them, like, all over the country. This Mm. one lady's like, yeah, I drove two cubs to California and $5,000 was exchanged and we just thought we were helping Joe.
0: That seems pretty good. Two cubs for five grand.
1: Well, they said two to four. Is how much a cut don't, goes for? Don't
0: you feel like ten thousand dollars to kill someone's kind of light? I know ten grand is a chunk of money.
1: It's not enough money to kill someone.
0: It is. It seems very light for straight up murder for hire.
1: No, I mean, no, you shouldn't kill anybody for any amount of money. But that's not enough money if you're going to p- face the potential issues that come along with killing someone. But
0: according to the handyman, when Joe was supposed to give him five to take off on the trip, he gave him three.
1: He gave him three, and again, this is, I guess, when Joe's still at the zoo before he leaves, before he sells all these animals, but, well, whatever, long story short, stripper guy becomes an informant. Yeah. Because he has this, he says it's because he has this lemur and he's going to get in trouble because he doesn't have the right papers for a lemur.
0: That It seems very, fra- very weak, yes.
1: Whatever they probably that found out fierce. what was going on in those boxes of ceiling fans, but <laughs> right, he becomes an informant, and so he tells them everything he knows. He's like, "I heard them make this deal. Joe said this man is going to send this send this man to kill this woman, but the feds couldn't move because no money had been exchanged, and the handyman had already left town.
0: He and, never made it. He ended up stopping going yeah. to titty bars.
1: <laughs> well, he liked a little. He liked a little coke." Handyman didn't give a fuck about killing Carol. No. Never really did. So when Joe only gave him 3000 and he stopped off at some titty bar and he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna snort this $3000, have some fun weekend."
0: It was interesting how this is one incident and in where his addiction problem probably helped him.
1: Yeah, truly. <laughs> but he never came back at that point. He had not returned. And so Jeff also agrees to work with the feds. I thought it was going to be stupid for a second that the stripper club owner told Jeff that he was working with... Not the feds. It's like the game...
0: When the director walks into Garretson's shop, Garrison, it's it appears... It makes it at least look like that he has a hidden camera on him. And then later in the episode, I don't know what the timeline here is, Garrison's just sitting there for an interview. But when the director first walks in, Garrettson says... When asked about he, the director gets him to talk about the murder for hire, and he and Garretson says, "Oh, uh, yeah, um, Lo and Joe and Jeff wanted to kill Carol." Mm-hmm. Like he says that at first, but then yeah,
1: everybody said Jeff really wanted to kill her too.
0: So Jeff has lost his exotic animals. He's got a federal charge. He is told that he has to be good for a year.
1: He still has the zoo, though. And there's still animals there.
0: Technically, the zoo is in his name. But the zoo is also his next obvious source of income that's mm-hmm. coming. hmm But he finds out because Gerritson tells him he's working for the feds, which he probably shouldn't have done that. Right. But
1: It's like wildlife in game, though. But something.
0: Jeff's low. He's got charges hanging over his head. And he's like, wait a minute. I could. The feds could should just come talk to me.
1: The reason they are talking to the cops at all, or the detectives, whatever, it's not the feds. It's like the game people. Fish and
0: Wildlife, yeah.
1: Um, Which
0: are essentially federal federal agents.
1: What's the dude's name that I can never remember? The strip club guy? Garretson. Garretson. So basically, Jeff offers Garretson $100,000 to call Carol and say. We can give you Joe on a silver platter because he's, like, he's in trouble. And this is just because Jeff, like, heard the feds were looking into Joe before this actually started happening with wires and secret cameras and shit. Yeah. So, he calls Carol. Well, Carol gets this number that's a 405, and she's like, I'm not fucking answering this because you know it has to do with Joe. Right. And so, then she gets this text that says, if you want information on Joe, call this number back if she doesn't she calls the
0: The, wildlife people
1: and is like something is happening this is the number and they track it back to this dude yeah and so that's how it all kind of starts but then yeah Jeff's like yeah I'm totally also going to help you because I don't want to be in trouble
0: so Jeff or at least Gerritsen is wired now he's talking to uh, Joe a lot and Joe you can hear him like he doesn't say he kind of does say it all roundaboutly. But at some point he's like. It's like. I heard you want to get Carol killed. No he has to bring in an undercover guy. Because their real hitman Went AWOL in a coke binge.
1: Oh right right. So an
0: actual federal undercover person comes in. And Garrison's like. Hey this guy you need to talk to. Like the guy's like. You want someone killed. And Joe's. It's phrased as though Joe asks no questions whatsoever. Like yeah how much you want. Hey, how much you want? Is that pretty good?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Hey, I, I'm gave his $3 bill.
1: And then we go out on Joe saying, Well, if I told you the story, you'd be like, Why are you in jail?
0: Yeah. There, and then the
1: seat, that's my Joe. Did Was that pretty good? Why are you in jail?
0: Joe is just like all these other guys, except Joe is indignant. He is indignant. He is. Everything is out. Nothing's coming back in mm-hmm. with Joe. And. If you're sitting there explaining to me that Gerritsen and Low were like dirtbags, yeah, I'm going to believe you. Yeah. But that doesn't take away from Joe's dirtbagginess, even in the slightest.
1: Everybody's dirtbag.
0: Everybody's a dirtbag. Even bag. Carol
1: is a dirtbag.
0: Yeah, Carol's a little bit dirty. Cool, let's finish this shit up. Yes. I was sitting at my desk when the phone rang, and it was FBI. FBI. They felt there was an effort by Joe to kill Carol.